Hi, this is Bill Prater, and welcome to Business Builder Show, where we feature champions in their respective industry from all over the planet. Our mission is to provide you with timely, provocative, and actionable insights that will inspire, promote, and accelerate your quest for business excellence. Today, we're going to find out how to revolutionize the hospitality industry globally. We'll do that with Ken Patel. Now, Ken is the chairman and CEO of EV Hotel, the first ever smart hotel brand. He's got 26 of years of hospitality experience, and he's the founder of and not only the hotel, but EV Smart, EV Human, EV HQ, and his show, Hospitality 360 Live. He's a visionary with the mindset that the industry needs a major overhaul. His goal is to revolutionize the hospitality industry with technology innovations that will cause centric experiences for the guests and for the hotel employees as well. He's often referred to the Elon Musk of hospitality. And we're going to find out, well, why as we talk to Ken. So Ken, Thank who you, in the world is your ideal client? So, and this is going to be very unique. And I, I think this is where your audience and everybody's going to realize we've always known hospitality to be broken down into two segments. It's your business traveler, and your leisure traveler. We've never, what I've done, and this has been a thought for many years, is why do we only have two segments? There should be a third one. And I've created that third one, and that's our technology traveler. That's our traveler that has what they have at home, now they get it in a physical hotel. That's our traveler we have, if you think about it, the tech industry has the most companies in the world. And they're the ones that travel the most. And when you look at that, if you name the trillion dollar valuation companies out there, you got Apple, you got Microsoft, you I, I consider Tesla to be a technology company. I don't consider Tesla to be a car company. So you, you've got these companies out there that have done so well for so many years, right? And when you look at it, and I've said it now for close to three years, that the tech industry hot overhired because there was a demand and they knew the demand that happened during the pandemic. Now the layoffs are happening. And those same employees, will we, we have to capture them as a hospitality industry, but those employees will not come into an industry that has got band-aids, that has no technology, that has no movement on technology. So this is all part of the bigger scope of things that needs to happen for the industry. So Ken, I know that you had some inspiration. You saw some problem. You've touched on a little bit, mm -hmm. some gap in the hospitality industry. So what is that problem specifically that this audience you've just described has when they go to a typical hotel and then you solve it for them? Well, I mean, you think about it, Bill. I mean, I'm sure you've traveled the world as a lot of people have, right? There's probably not a single human being out there that has not stayed in some sort of hotel room. 
It could have been a $10 hotel room or it could have been a $1,000 hotel, right? And when we look at it, we're always waiting. It's always waiting. We're never getting to our room right as we enter the double doors of that facility. Technology has been very stagnant. I mean, to this day, in your house, you could tell Alexa, turn on my lights, turn on the security. You could have a ring doorbell to know who's at your door. This is all part of the innovation and evolution of technology. We've seen it in a dot-com era. We've seen it now that we're in 2023. There's a new evolution. And it's the evolution of the web where it's Web3, Metaverse, all of these things. But when it came to hospitality, there was never this movement of technology. We still have front desks. We still, people say there's digital key and there's a brand out there that says they have a digital key. But then you still have to go to the front desk and show your ID. That's a Band-Aid to me. And then why do we have a digital key? That means I can't go check in and go straight to my room. I still have to show you my ID and then you're gonna let me use the digital key. So I could have literally got a physical key already because I'm already waiting at the front desk for you to activate it. So these are kind of the Band-Aid problems that we have. And the industry's never, there's never been a hotel brand that's its own technology vendor. So we had to have technology vendors that came from the outside to be the vendor for the franchisees. So now the brand doesn't control that. So if they don't control that, that means there's no positioning of what the guest wants, right? If you and I were to develop a software and we're not hospitality guys, we don't know what the guest perception is. And they don't know what the guest likes. So we've never been able to solve the minute the guest gets to the hotel, how do we make them happy? If they have to wait in line after a six hour flight, I'm not happy and you're not happy already. Doesn't matter what we do next, right? It's, it's we've always said in any business is the first impression, right? So we've never got the first impression right at all. And I'll, I'll get more into what I've done to create that first impression. But, you know, I don't know okay, if beautiful. I answered. <laughs> yeah, so I, that's what you're, you're, you're anticipating I'm going to ask you next. So what I'm yeah. thinking, Ken, is maybe if you could sort of tell us a story, like a case study of somebody that's that's going to make a trip and they're going to show up at your hotel and so forth. So maybe just out of your imagination, you could walk us through what the journey is going to look like from leaving their home to getting back to their house as they and, experience and, your model. And, and I'm going to definitely do that. That's going to be my next thing, Bill. But I'm going to tell you that for many years, the industry, the conferences, the events always said the guest wants human touch. Okay. They want to physically see somebody. They want to. They want to talk to somebody. And then the biggest technology vendor, that's Oracle, and they're part of their division is Oracle Hospitality. And we know who Oracle is. Uh, Larry Ellison, Elon Musk, BFFs forever, right? And they came out with the report June of last year. 
Okay. They surveyed, I think, close to five or 10,000 guests. 78% of those guests said they want high tech in hotels. Okay. High tech in hotels. 81% said they don't really care about human touch. 81%. Okay. That is what has skyrocketed my theory. That report alone, people said, okay, Ken Patel is onto something. And that is what I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave that there, but I'm gonna go into exactly what you were asking me. Is when we look at you as a guest, you actually make your reservation. And that's all that happens till you get to the hotel, right? There's mm -hmm. such a gap in between. And I've I've solidified that gap because what I've done is when you make your reservation, at that point, you're paying for your room, you're saying what you exactly want, what temperature you want your room, do you want extra pillows, you want extra bed sheets, you know, do you want your curtains open, you want your curtains closed, do you need extra shampoo, conditioner, you know, what's bringing you to the area, do you want an attraction, do you want to know what the local attractions are, all of these things. How does that change where we currently are? Right now you're looking onto the website and you're, you're trying to find the local attractions. What's there? Well, how is it happening? And this is that software development that we're talking about. You say, what time are you gonna arrive at the hotel, right? So two hours before your arrival time, you'll, you'll get another message. Okay, we know Mr. Prater, you're coming to the hotel in about two hours. Did you want any food and drinks ready and brought up to your room on your arrival time? And do you need anything else that we can be serviceable for you at that point? Uh, did you need to change your room type if the availability is there? Do you need you know, extra blankets? All of these things, right? Now we're catering to you. You already checked in. We don't have a front desk. So you already have your key. All of that's already there because we know you're coming in two hours. So at that point, we're able to bring your food and drinks because we know Mr. Prater will be there at 5 p.m. And we'll have a ticket ready and all of that. So this is part of that streamlined process because now you own the room. The room is yours and it's exactly the way you want it to be. Fantastic. Fantastic. I'm actually envisioning that 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 you would end up having people having a single key that they use over and over again because you could communicate with their key, I would imagine, even, huh? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and and you know, we have kiosks in in the lobby that if people don't want to use their phone, you know, they can physically check in and get a physical key. So the option is there, all the options are there. You know, we're working with a company even that's got a massive vending machine. They work with UFC and NFL and it pours any drink you want in seven seconds. So it's like you want to jump into your Uber and get a drink. You don't have to wait for a bartender. The bartenders now make more of the customized drinks, right? You want a beer, you want wine, you want, you know, a glass of Johnny Walker or something like that. You can get it from the machine. It's like when well, we want chips, we want anything. It's just, it's a drink machine that will pour any drink, any mixed drink in seven seconds or less. And 
this is all part of the customer, the guest experience now. You know, we do have employees. We have an experience desk. The only goal for the employees at AV Hotel is to service the guest. You know, we have ambassadors. So when they're part of our NFT, and I'll go more into that as well, but when they're our NFT rewards member, they have their own ambassador. That means they're going to walk them to the room when they get to the hotel, open the door, make sure everything's to their satisfaction. And if it is, now it's no longer, Bill, that you have the issue, you walk into your room, something's not there, or it's not right. You're not coming all the way down the elevator after your six-hour flight, and you're like, I didn't get this in my room. I don't have this. This is not the room I asked for. So the frustration level now is all the way down. You know, it's, it's that emotional behavior that we talk about, right? And now we're creating what we call intelligent luxury. That's what this brand is about. It's intelligent luxury. And it's on the automation of technology. Yeah, fantastic. So listening to us are potential employees, potential vendors, potential investors, potential future residents. So they're all wondering, how specifically are you different from all the other thousands and thousands and thousands of physical buildings in the hotel hospitality industry, the various big giant brands? Yeah. So tell us how you're totally different than everybody else. It, it's, it's like, I'll give you an example, okay? The industry, and it's more of an analogy, right? It's I use a burger analogy a lot. Okay. We we go to a burger spot. You'll never just find a burger and fries there. That that's not that's not possible, right? You find shakes, you find tater tots, you find cheese fries, you find something that creates that extra layer of revenue for them, right? It's they, they probably make the most off of the soda that you buy, okay? Forget the burger. It's the soda that they make the most, right? Or the shake. So in the hotel industry, there's been only one revenue stream, and it's selling rooms. That's it. If you don't, Bill, if you don't rent that room and you walk into the hotel and you're sitting on the couch and you go to the gift shop and you buy potato chips and, and, and a bottle of water, do you think they're going to let you sit around there? No, right? They're like, what are you here for? So what we've done and my vision was how do we add extra layers of revenue, right? Create a better break-even than any other hotel brand in the world. And that's where I've created the world's first ever trade floor inside of a hotel that's where you buy, sell, trade crypto. I created an NFT lobby. That means it's digital art, non-fungible token, and NFT guest rooms. So now lobbies physically make money. There's no hotel in the world right now that you can say a lobby actually makes great money. Now our lobbies with our digital art NFTs make money. Our guest rooms, for instance, I know you're in Arizona, so I'll take Devin Booker, Phoenix Suns guard, probably the best guard in the NBA in my eyes. And we put his NFT in a guest room. Now that guest room can sell 
anywhere from 50,000 to quarter million dollars for the night because now somebody owns a Devin Booker NFT. Devin Booker gets 70%, we keep 30%. And we just created his NFT to sell at an EB hotel in downtown Phoenix. And think about that. If you think about that, where do you get a hotel room that sells for a quarter million dollars a night in the world? Nowhere. And that's what we've done. That's why our break-evens can happen anywhere from 18 to 22 months. There's no hotel brand in the world that can tell you that. The current top five brands are four to five years. We've cut that by what, 60% almost? And this is kind of why we're very different. It goes back to the Tesla model. People are like, oh, I'm not going to, when Tesla came out, I'm not going to buy an electric car. What do I need an electric car? It wasn't about the electric car. It was about the technology. How do you open a door? What do you see in the 3D vision of your GPS? How, how, do you, how can you physically see a truck coming or a car to the left or the right? You physically see exactly how that car looks. You see the technology of it, right? It wasn't that you're saving money on gas. That wasn't what Tesla was about. They're like, we're going to give you a total different concept of a car than you've ever seen. And that's what we've done. We've given a whole different concept of what a hotel looks like. Even you walk into an EV hotel guest room itself, it's we've we created our own smart devices so our bathroom mirror mirrors your exact phone onto the bathroom you can see your calendar watch youtube you know look at google surf the web whatever that might be right and our live energy management tool for the employees and then we have the infrared where we've working with amazon on the alexa our customized own alexa as well and all this sorts of technology inside the guest room of exactly what you get at home. Now you get in a hotel room. There's no your hotel cable. We work with Google YouTube TV for that. So that's where you get live streaming. And you don't have to worry about your typical cable that you get in a hotel. With YouTube TV, there's over... I mean, I might be speculating this, but there's probably over 100 million subscribers. And now you understand what you're going to get. There's no confusion here. And that is what I wanted to build. Every EV hotel guest room has its own business center now. So you have your own printer and your own all-in-one computer. So for the business traveler, how you don't have to go downstairs to print something. You can print it right in your room. So these are all the differential points that we have, you know, our rooftop bars, our, our rooftop bars have cabanas. It's very, it's, it's almost like an experience that a guest can now have, whether they travel by themselves, whether with their other half or their family. And that's how we're very different. And we're not the same hotel that everybody's used to, right? Whether you stay at Marriott, Hilton, they're all they're all the same. I mean, it's just a name. I mean, if somebody can tell me how one brand, Marriott has 30 brands. If somebody can tell me how one brand differentials from the other brand, I would love to hear it. I would love to hear it. You know, yeah, maybe the Ritz Carlton gives you better service than the JW Marriott, but what is different? 
is it the room? Is it the lobby? Is it something? Is there more technology? I, I mean, nobody can answer that. It's just for us, it's in our mind that, oh, I'm going to stay at the Ritz-Carlton because, you know, it's a Ritz-Carlton. But there is no difference. There's absolutely no difference except the rate you're paying. So what we've done is we followed the Tesla model. We followed what Tesla, how it became Tesla and what Tesla was about, you know, there's savings involved. Obviously, there's savings, right? As a consumer, look at, do you pay for oil? Do you fit, pay for brakes? What is your maintenance program? So all of these things go into it, right? For us, it's the same thing. You're not going to pay an enormous amount for an EV hotel guest room. We have the revenue streams other places. We look at our NFTs alone. We probably, if you take, I'll give you an example, and it's going to go down to Phoenix. We expect Phoenix to be at a 14 million per year revenue just on NFTs alone. So our guest rooms, you know, they'll be occupied. We expect it to be about a 90% annual occupancy rate because we're not going to charge you $1,000. We're not going to charge you enormous amount. For us, that's not what we're about. But it goes back to that theory that I mentioned that now you can physically sit in the lobby of an EV hotel because you're not going to be a guest of the hotel. You're actually going to come see the art and you're probably going to purchase the art. You might not rent the room for the night. So that's the difference. That's a huge difference. Yeah. I'm, I'm thinking in my mind, Ken, I'm wondering yeah. when was the last venture capital investment in the hospitality and in industry? That was probably back in 1912 or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. There had, there hasn't been, but I'll, I'll tell you, no, people do, right. they reach out to me. They're very interested, you know, and I, and I feel like it's hard sometimes for them to understand that the industry has been controlled, right? And mm -hmm. I, I hate to say the word monopoly, but it's similar to that because when you talk about close to 80% of the market share is controlled by the top five brands in the country, but when you leave the United States, that number is less than 30%. But in the United States, we're talking close to 80%. Yeah. So there's not that much opportunity to bring it forward, right? It's not, there's not that opportunity to say that, oh yeah, we're gonna create an innovation. If they already, if you already know you're controlling market share, why would you change, you know? And for us, we knew that. So we kind of reached out globally first. And then if you remember, that's what exactly Tesla did. And then they right. came back. And I mean, that's kind of what we've done. I mean, we have a larger global push technically, but I feel like we're gaining we're gaining traction domestically as well. There's been a lot of opportunities in the last two months alone from a lot of different markets, and they understand that they're they're getting it, and it, it's a slower movement. If you ask people in the hospitality industry about crypto and NFT, and the metaverse, they don't know anything. They don't. They only know what they know and what they hear, because. It's never been, I'm the youngest hotel chairman in the history of the United States. And it's, it's, it's a league that has been playing, right? 
It's a league that's been its, of its own for a long time till, you know, I don't want to call it a disruption. I call it a revolution. Yes, I can see that. All right, Ken, look, what I'd like you to do now is I'd like to transition with you yeah. and think about the rest of the people listening to us, which are fellow business owners, people that have their own businesses they're trying to build, they're trying to figure out how to become unique in their various spaces. So what I'd like to do now with your permission is talk about how you went about getting your business built and talk about the major milestones and so forth. So tell us, what was your vision? So if, if, if you look out maybe five, 10 years from now, what's EV Hotels going to look like, Ken? I, I would tell you, Bill, five to 10 years from now, we will, and Mike mark my words on it, we will become what Tesla created in the auto industry. And I keep using Tesla because that is... That is a revolution, okay? You never thought Porsche would go electric. You never thought Bentley would go electric. Every single car maker in the world is going electric, right? Mm -hmm. And they're creating technology as well. And that is what we're going to create the revolution of technology in hospitality. We're going to create the revolution of revenue and hospitality. And we're going to create the revolution of a brand new guest experience in hospitality. And that's what EV Hotel is. And EV for your audience stands for Evolution Venue. Okay, good. You know, so not an electric vehicle. <laughs> and why I call it Evolution Venue, because it's the first of its kind. And the first in the many years, hundreds of years, that the hotel industry has been around. It's the largest industry in the world. And we need to create new set of employees, new segments. There's, there's a lot of work that had to be done. My vision really started five years ago on two article pieces, one on automation, one on blockchain. And in 2018, I went to the nearest Staples. This is when I was in New York City. And I went to the nearest Staples and I said, give me your biggest journal book. On the left side, I wrote all our current processes. On the right side, I wrote all of our new processes that would be fixed off the current processes. And that journal book, I write in it today, it's 271 pages now. There was a lot of issues, a lot of issues. And we fixed a lot of them. And you talk about labor, the labor percentage for the industry was close to 24, 25%. EV hotels at 13%. But how we've done it is we created a, a less work, a less work task-driven system. So that means there's no logs, there's no checklist. There's not a lot of these things that drives the employee crazy and cuckoo, as I call it, you know, because it, it comes down to the emotional behavior when they're at home, they're stressed out. They, they don't need to be stressed out in a workplace. We don't need all this documentation. I mean, that's what we have technology for. So, and now they can focus on service. They can focus at what they're best at. They're not best at filling out logs and checklists. They're best at providing service, you know, just like any business. You know, when you look at a hole in the wall restaurant, 
Why do you go there? Why do people go to Chick-fil-A and not McDonald's and Burger King? Chick-fil-A gives you the same chicken sandwich all the time. And there's always lines, but they had the best service. You're in and out of there quick, right? Always the best service. And they focus on that culture. They said, we're always going to be closed on Sunday. They mandated what they want to do because they can provide the service. And that's what we're about. And that's why we feel that even five, 10 years, I mean, we're growing tremendously. I mean, people knew that this was going to take off. I mean, we're, we're doing huge capital raises, you know, as you said about VCs, we love to talk to VCs and we love to, but it's very hard for them because they don't invest in hotels because their hotels are the same. They're yeah. the same model. They, they don't work out. It's not like they're like, oh yeah, I'm going to invest in this and this is going to take off and I'm going to make crazy amount of money the next year. No, because every hotel makes the same thing. You know, every hotel makes the same thing. It's no different. So when something like this comes along the way, people have to see that it works, right? Number one thing, does it work? But we've done so much data and research and we know we're bringing in that whole entire crypto NFT community into it. We're creating an avenue for them all to be at this place, you know? And if you know, Bill, if you know about that industry, it's you think about the evolution of, web, of the web in 2000, okay? When Google was coming along, Microsoft was already there. And if you look at the graphs of where Google was landing, and if you remember the web browsers and everything, and Google slowly was taken off, slowly was taken off. That was the evolution of the web. And now we're having that same evolution to web 20 years later in 2020 when web three, metaverse, crypto, NFT, blockchain, all of this, and we're all part of it. We're the, we're the world's only hotel brand fully built in a metaverse, fully built. Nike is in a metaverse. They've had 8 million visitors already. So, I mean, these are things that we're doing, and this is why we're different, and we feel no one's going to catch up. It's that they don't have the avenue to catch up to us because we've done so much in such a little time frame. How about doing so much in such a little time? Could you circle back to the beginning a little bit, Ken, yeah. and, and give us maybe some some major milestones that happened, you know, yeah. like uh, your first employee or your first investor or or whatever, and go through those. What I'd like to hear is, here's the milestone. Here was the lessons that I learned. I love your journal story. I can envision you know, you're, you're writing on, 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 on the open of the book, writing on both sides. Beautiful, beautiful milestone, things like that. Maybe four or five of those key milestones kind of walk us through what they were and what you learned from them. Yeah, I mean, look, anytime you start a business, anytime you start a venture and you're, you're saying that I'm going to take over an industry that's you know, the old school boys, you know, it's the old school system. There's a lot of work. I mean, talking 20, 21 hour days, you know, try to capture the best executive team possible. The industry had only 18% when I started, maybe less 16% women as executives. We got close to 30%, 35% as women as executives on our executive team. 
So trying to find all this. And then my standpoint from the beginning was social media. Because if you ask anybody, Bill, outside the hospitality industry, can you name me the Marriott CEO? Can you name me the Hilton CEO? Can you name me the Hyatt CEO, IHE CEO, any of them? They can't. But when we think of IBM, think of Paul Allen, Microsoft, Bill Gates, Tesla, Elon Musk, Amazon, Jeff Bezos, Virgin, Richard Branson, right? And that's been my philosophy that when they think of EV Hotel, they think of Ken Patel. They think of Ken Patel, they think of EV Hotel. So I pumped it up all the way on social media. I'm everywhere on social media. And, you know, when we go back to the milestones, I knew the amount of work that I was going to put in. And when I reached 5,000 followers on LinkedIn, when I reached 10,000 followers, currently I'm almost getting to 12,000 followers, right? And, and that grows across all the social media aspect. A lot of people were finding me and my brand on social media. I found a bunch of athletes. I mean, I have athletes all over my team. The quarterback of the Texans, the DH of the New York Mets, you know, the running back of the Eagles. I mean, a lot of these people, right? And I've, I've taken pictures here even with the all-pro tight end Kyle Pitts of the Atlanta Falcons. I played golf with Dorsey Levins, the former running back of the Green Bay Packers. But that, that's, these are all part of my milestones, getting the best candidates, getting a CFO. My, our CFO is a woman. You know, our franchise director of communications, our other executive is a woman. You know, all these people that I've got is through social media. I've never put an ad in and said I'm hiring somebody. I've had people come to me saying that, Ken, I want to come work for you. And that's what I love the most. And these are, I wouldn't say there's one particular milestone that I would say was great. I mean, the day I launched, I think it was October of 21, maybe, when I announced EV Hotel to the world. A month later, the franchisee in Phoenix said, I want to open EV Hotel, you know, because he was seeing the vision. He was already seeing something that already told him, I want to be part of this. And then, you know, then we had Tampa, then Kentucky. Now we just got Northern Virginia and DC, you know, and we're working on Dallas, Austin, all of these things. People are understanding and Bill, you know, in business, there's people that are visionaries. And then that people that are just like, I'm going to follow you, you know? So our brand is a lot about the visionaries, what I've created. And one of the hardest thing, and I'll say it's a milestone, is creating our development arm. We're the only hotel brand that has its own development arm. So we have our own FFINI, interior designer, architect, all of these now no longer have you, do you have to be in the industry to own a hotel? Because our development arm, we provide that, we give that to you. We're our own management company and we're the franchisor. So it's the all-in-one solution. So when I was able to put all that together, that was a huge milestone for me because it's never been done. When I, when I get asked, you know, one of the first things was, I think it was one of the first conferences that said, we want you to come speak. 
you know, when you, these conferences are run by your top five brands, you know, and, and they're never happy. So when the first conference said that, other conferences started following and said, we want this guy here. We want this guy. We don't care what they think, you know? And I, I think that was a huge milestone. That was crossing that hurdle, right? It's always crossing that hurdle because there's people, sponsorships, you know, these brands pour in crazy amount of money and they sponsor these things and pay hundreds of thousands of dollars, right? So other people don't want to say that, okay, we're going to go against this because they've been providing this for so long. So you, you have to cross that barrier. It's hard to cross that barrier. You know what I mean? But when I did, and a lot of people loved what I'm doing, I mean, I go to any conference, and I mean, most of them I speak at, but when I do go, people automatically know me from social media, know the hotel brand, the brand awareness. That's one of the other milestones. I mean, when we were able to create the brand awareness that we did and trigger a lot of it to how we did it, even on a global standpoint, on a domestic, and people love the brand and they think what we're doing is great. It, it's it's just phenomenal to witness. I never thought I would get here in such a short time frame. I bet you didn't. So <laughs> what was give us one Mm, let's call it major mistake or disappointment or something like that that happened over the last few years to you in this journey and what'd you learn from that from that mistake or misstep i i think one of the biggest things for us was understanding which model kind of works best for us right we should have launched our three-star model earlier and we're, we're just launching it now. We focus more on our four-star and five-star that included the crypto trade floor. The three-star doesn't include the crypto trade floor. And we didn't focus on that. If I went back two years, I wish I would have launched the three-star. We would have probably had a tremendous amount of more hotels right now because they, they're more on a conversion bill. You know, and now looking at where we are and especially looking at the banking crisis, it would have been a better way to go at that point. But hey, look back at it. I always say, look back at it, move on, <laughs> you know? So, I mean, that's kind of what we've done. We'll move on. I'm, I'm sure we'll build something even bigger and better. And we'll find another avenue that works for the current market trends. So what's holding you back right now, do you think, 2023? I mean, obviously, we're trying to build our own corporate locations now. Okay. So we're, we're doing huge capital raises and, you know, trying to find potential investors that, you know, would come in and understand why this brand is going to take off, right? Just like when Elon Musk, he had a great friend in Larry Ellison that believed in him. He needed one. And we're, we're at that same point. We might need one VC or we might need one person. So that believes in us. It's always the first one, Bill. As we say, once you get the first one, the others always follow, you know? So, and, and that's kind of what we focus on. It's right now, that's where we're doing a huge capital raise, close to 200 to 300 million to build corporate locations around the United States. Beautiful. Yep. All the best for that enterprise. Talking Thanks, about sir. people potentially helping you out, how can our listeners get a hold of you, Ken? 
Yeah, I mean, they can all find me anywhere on social media, Ken Patel, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn. We always we also have a contact us page on our website. It's theevhotel.com. And, you know, if you need to get more information on EV Hotel and want to get a hold of, we have our, our general domain and that you can contact me at. It's evinfo at evhotelgroup.com. Beautiful. Excellent. So, Ken, that's seven questions. My eighth one is, what is the one question that maybe I should have asked you that would give huge value to our listeners? And then tell us the answer to that unasked question. Well, I would I would just say that, you know, when was the last time you seen the hotel industry change? And I would tell you my answer to that is when they went from 19 inch television to 42 inch television. <laughs> <laughs> That's the last change that we've seen. <laughs> Yeah. So actually back in my, you know, I'm a, my background was, a, I used to own an investment banking firm and we did finance several hotels back in the day. And I was, yeah. I remembering what is exactly different. And yeah. there was a teeny bit, I'll tell you after we finish with our interview, what, yeah. who that was and what we did for him. Cause you'll probably know the guy, he was a bit of a maverick at the time, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's dramatic as 19 inches to 42 inches. I love that. Yeah. That's great. I mean, that's that's the only change we've had. I mean, there's that, really... That is absolutely right. That's that's a beautiful story. And I love your analogies of of, 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 of and the na- people you named. I love the way that you said, who can come up with the name of a CEO in any of the hotel yeah. top five or even any of them? And that was beautiful. Yet, you named about... 15 or 10 or 15 people that are definitely Elon Musk and Tesla and Elon Musk and SpaceX. People know this, the regular ordinary people. So listeners, Ken Patel is the man you need to be following. So Ken, thank you very much. Thank you, Bill. Appreciate it. Thank you everyone for having me as well. So let's wrap it up, ladies and gentlemen, and let's focus on the single fact that our businesses do not become extraordinary in a single moment. Instead, they get there as the result of the owner first developing a mindset of mastery to develop a core growth strategy, then executing that strategy with a management system, and number three, leveraging high-performance teams. Now, you'll get the foundation of those principles. Just go to getbillsgift.com and get your hands on that. So thanks for listening. Ken Patel, thanks for sharing your time with us again today. Thank you for having me.